The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Yeah. I'm the new man, lad. People are going to be calling me out now. Do you know who the boy is? Put it together for Paddy, the Paddy, Pimblet. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. We're <laughs> dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I'm having big computer problems today. So if I disappear in the middle of this, Matt, it's nothing personal. Um, but I had to hook up new equipment and I'm just, I'm struggling here today. Uh, we have uh, Nick Kolchev is on the show today, known as Nick Merckx to, uh, to streamers. And we also have Patty Plimblet, uh, Pimblet, sorry, returning to the, uh, the show. He, I think, predicted a first round knockout last time, Matt, if I'm correct. And he certainly delivered it. Um, Nikki, Nikki Merckx. Uh, yep. I could be Maddie Merckx. Oh yeah. Cause you do like to, as you say, Merck people. I like to Merck fools. Yes, you do. My kids know when it's time for daddy to Merck. They got, all right. I go, I wish me luck. And I put on my headset. Yep. I want to see if this Nikki, Nikki Merckx. Nick Burks, Nick Burks, Nick and I C K not Nikki, Nick. Oh, my bad. My bad. Right. Uh, Nick Merckx. I want to see if he's at the VR at all, man. Shit. Yeah, I've uh, I I only use my Oculus now, Matt. I just play chess. That's kind of what I do on it. I play chess on my Oculus. Yeah, because it's like playing in a in a virtual room. It's cool. Oh shit! There's no other person across from you, but it is fun to do. So yeah, I'm not getting much, and I attempt to meditate. Yeah, Jimmy, I don't do that. I I take a page out of Nick's book and I murk. You oh, do. do I have fun? Two of my like childhood friends, I know them since once is I'm 14, once is I'm in like fourth grade, even younger. Uh, Robbie C and Bride D. We get on there. We're all now, dude, now we're all adults. We have kids and everything. But we meet up in there. We get in that metaverse. And I put that thing on. I meet them. Yo, Bride D, Robbie. He's a savage sparrow and chef bomb. He's the other guy's a chef. And we go on missions, Jimmy. Yeah, you do. Want to go on a mission with me, my friend? I would like to go and watch, but I get dizzy in that one. Um, I get nauseous kind of in, in that, uh, in VR playing games. I can't do it. Yeah, take some Dramamine and you man up. Listen, I know. when, when is our first guest arriving? He'll be here shortly, I'm sure. I'm sure we got news to talk about. Hey, I heard this fight's coming up. 
Yes, there are. Volkov Aspinall is uh, is coming. Let me get the date. I have so many windows open. I mean, I really need to learn how to be a professional at this. It's all, uh, let's see, that is happening on, I'm half blind, March 19th. At, oh, the O2 in London is phenomenal. Uh, I think Aspinall is 11-2 and two against uh, uh, Volkov, but that's a great, great fight. And uh, yes, uh, Patty Pimblett is fighting uh, Rodrigo Vargas on that card. And uh, Pimblett's got like a huge deal with, uh, with Barstool Sports. Like he's really like a personality that they just, they love. And, you know, I can see why he's really an entertaining guy. He has a great personality and he's, he, he sleeps fools. Why am I talking like that? I don't know. You're right though. Anyways, okay. American fools. Now I'm saying he's not going to say he sleeps. You're a younger man. You're a little bit of a midlife crisis. Nick is ready to go. And we can I'm also ask him. How old is Nick? He plays video games. He's 31, I think. I think I think Nick is 30. Nick is 31, I believe. Well, there you go. He's a grown-ass man playing video games. Nothing wrong with it. What's going on, guys? I like the I like the um, the cans, bro. The cans? Those are fuck. I don't know what do you call them in your business. Yeah, Jim? cans. Yeah, right. the cans. Those look at those things, man. That's like these guys. Of- Looks like you're like a fucking out of Star Wars or something. Oh like my god, am I talking to Matt Sarah right now? <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Look at this guy, man. What's up, OG? How you doing, man? Man, night. Hey, listen, you've been watching for a while, or no, MMA? I mean, I, yeah, I, I I used to watch you go at it with GSP and all the boys back then when I was growing up, you know. And and uh, now now I'm even a bigger fan, of course, as, as the sports grown to where it is today. But I mean, man, yes, I watched you fight a bunch. Oh, thanks, man. What now? Yeah, what yeah. Listen, I'm an I'm a fucking avid gamer. Sure. If I wasn't such a moron, I'd be on Twitch already. I've been telling you for two <laughs> years to go on Twitch. You'd make money. You should do it. You would. You would make money. I, I, Nick, I do it. I do it for the love of the game. Okay. But listen, love, awesome. of the, love of the gaming. But uh, I play. Have you Population One? Population One on VR. It's VR. It's on Oculus. Oh my god! I've never Oculus. even heard of it. I've never even heard of it. It's really new. I'm not. I'm not into VR. We do. We 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 play like Call of Duty and in uh, Halo and Apex, all those games. You know. I love Halo and I love Call of Duty. Okay. But there's no way I'd be. I know Nick Merckx on that thing. I want to be Maddie Merckx on that shit. I right, 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 right. So high level. How did you? What did you start with, bro? It's but you know what? Like you, you came up in MMA, right? Like like way way back. I mean, it had, like do do you ever? Are you ever blown away about like where the sport is now compared to where you, like when you came in and when you started training and where everything was? Because that's how it is for me in gaming. I feel like a, I feel like an OG in gaming. Like when I came up, everybody was just playing in their garages with tube TVs and N64s and stuff. And then now, you know, Twitch and, and YouTube and streaming and gaming and tournaments and big events. So, I mean, it, it's been a long time, man, but I've been playing since what I was- What year did you start? Uh, just playing games? Yeah, yeah, online, like where you said it was kind of a, like a, a bit I, I, of infancy. Xbox Live came out, in, I think, uh, 2004 or three, oh, and that's, okay. that's when I started playing. Yeah. I got in a lot of trouble, man. My, Mama, Papa, man, they, they were they were pissed, bro. They, I, I was staying home from school. I was skipping sports, doing anything I could to just play Xbox Live, you know? Now, I mean, obviously, you're doing well now with it. So, I mean, sure. what did yeah, your yeah. parents say? now that you're like hey man i mean look at what you're doing now well i mean matt matt me me and my dad had a big falling out me my, my mom and i my mom had the pamphlets to go to the army schools to send kids who had bad bad behavioral issues i mean we were really going through it i, I was a tough kid to bring up man because i was in my room all night playing and then i have to go to school on no sleep i had attitude problems i was just angry all the time i had no sleep i was mad you know i was doing a bunch of shit that i didn't want to do uh 
you know, but, but we, I, I, my, my, my parents and I have had multiple conversations now. They, they did the right thing. They, they, they were just trying to get their kid on the right path and playing sports and playing school. And that's what everybody was doing. You know, there wasn't any kids in their room, uh, you know, pumping out change and, and uh, turning this thing into a career back then. So there was no examples. Right. Are you uh, are you good at like being on the computer that much? Did it fuck you up at all socializing or are you just as comfortable off the computer? Because sometimes being on it, it just seems like it would fuck people up socializing. No, and I think it would, too. Like if you spend too much time at home and in your room and and just no no people skills, no conversation flow, you're not going to the store, you're not going to the gas station, you're not doing you're not hanging out with friends, you're not doing anything at all. It might it might get a little bit crazy. I can definitely I can definitely understand that. But for me. Uh, growing up, like my father had me in so many sports. My mom was super into school and stuff. So it was a lot of this going on, you know? So I was still doing things. I was just, I loved it. I loved to play video games, man. I loved it. I loved it. I can't handle the pressure though. Like you're going to be in LA uh, competing for a share of a $1 million charity prize. Yeah, yeah. A third annual Twitch streamer bowl. Like the amount of pressure with that, um, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. I suck on video games alone, much less when people are watching and there's money at stake. Nah, you totally could, man. I mean, you, you've been on big stages in front of large crowds and you get that little feeling inside you where you're alive, man. Like you're literally fucking alive in that moment. You feel so great. And then when you're done, you feel so accomplished and you're so happy and proud and you celebrate with your friends. You have some drinks, you have some laughs. And then, and then it's, and it's a great time that you, you know, you'll forever appreciate. And that, and that's where I'm at with this as well. Like when I first got on the stage and played for all that change, it was definitely a little nerve wracking, you know, but I, after you do it a billion times, it just becomes, you know, a party. All right. So what are you playing when you go there? What is it? Is it a set thing? Is it Call of Duty? Oh, Fortnite. I'll show you. Oh, Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah, we're playing Fortnite. And it's cool because the, the, the event that he's talking about is it, it, something that I love about it is it's a really good way to blend current day athletes with gamers because the reality is that you guys you athletes man you guys beat your bodies like crazy man the trainings are just very very tough and then when you're not doing that you want to just chill out so gaming's a great thing to do when, when you're just chilling right love it um yeah so we i've met a lot of mma fighters i've met hacks holloway great great guy i've met a lot of nfl athletes nba athletes and all of them love to game Oh, a lot of them, you know, so we were able to kind of play and partner up with those athletes and then play in these big tournaments and we do it for charity. So it's good stuff. Did you box at one point? Did you train boxing? I, I did. I did for like a, a year, two years. Yeah, I, I didn't do very well, though. You know, what made you, did you actually compete and lose or did you get hurt doing it? I went to a gym in, in uh, Detroit. It was called Cooper's Gym. And uh, we, it, it, we, I just wanted to, I just wanted to learn how to do it. I was bored after high school. I played a lot of sports and I, I needed to get into something. So I just wanted to learn how to box. I was in that gym and I was, I was just throwing my jabs and I was doing my crosses and I was looking over to the left side the whole time and they were beating the shit out of each other, man. Just going in and going in every day. And you know, like you're in there and you're training and you, you know, you don't want to do it, but then you kind of do. And then the itch becomes more and more and more. And then you're like, ah, fuck it. I'll spar one day. And then the sparring becomes more and more consistent. And I did, I did have like 10, 10 or 11 amateur boxing fights. Oh, all right. Um, yeah. Something right there. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. Just, the, the big headgear, the big, the big gloves, you, 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 punch him in the head you get a point you know <laughs> what weight did you fight at uh 145 so now what do you think about the gaming the, the live stuff with the uh twitch stuff with the vr not too, not too many people do that no listen man vr you know uh i'm just not into it i'm old school man i like what i like and, and the vr stuff with the headset you, you know it's there's, it's a whole new way of gaming and i'm just yeah. literally not into it i know i'm sorry 
I, I, I wish I was. You're gonna, even though I'm, I'm the old man here, but you're gonna be sounding like the dinosaur with all these young kids coming out. They're gonna be, we're gonna be in the metaverse. And we're gonna be like, hey, I know what the hell's going on out there. Fun in there, man. I'm waving at my buddies. Oh my god, flying around. And- <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> And then my wife comes by and she hits me in my balls when I get Oh my god, we, right, we get too loud. You know what you know in VR <laughs> gaming great. lost me like I was I was an arcade when I was a kid, it was all arcade, so I would stand yeah, there yeah. and play for hours, it was asteroids. And I wound up getting like a home Atari and the fucking, usually the buttons, you would have like two buttons left, right, uh, forward, back, and then hyperspace. Right, right, right. But it, it became a joystick. And I'm like, what yep. the fuck is this? The joystick right. ruined home gaming for me. And then television tried to Those fix it. Those big changes, right? You're like, damn, yeah. I wish it was still this way. No, I totally get you. So that's part of my appeal. I play with this thing. I play with this little controller. Oh, but everybody else plays with the with the with the mouse and the keyboard, you know. All oh, going around. Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of controller players out there, but this is kind of old school. And, and w- w- part of where I came up and how I came up was I, I would play against the keyboard guys, but I would use this. Everyone was like, "Oh, how the hell is he doing this shit?" You know, playing with that little ass controller. Yep. What What was the difference between them? Is 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 it just something you're used to? Uh, yeah, and also like you think about a keyboard, right? There's so many more keys, so many more options. So you right. can play just that much faster when there's that many more options. And then like a mouse, you can move and turn. Your body can go so quick and you can snap onto things. And then a the controller, you know, it's very, very, uh, it's very hard to play at that pace, right? So those are the two big differences, just the speed and the play style, you know? So you'll play against guys, though, who are using the computer, or does everyone have to play on a controller when you're playing them? Yeah, yeah, we play against everybody, Key- keyboard, mouse, or controller, It does it, whatever you prefer. Yeah, and I think Matt would do great on Twitch. Like, it drives me crazy that he's not on it. It's like he's such a personality, such a big personality. Like, you, For sure. by this point, uh, have a tremendous following. For sure, and, th- and that's, a, that's a big part of Twitch and a big part of streaming is the personality aspect because there's a lot of people out there that are incredible at, at playing the games. Like they'll, they'll drop crazy amount of kills and they'll outperform a lot of people, but the personality is so dry and it's just not there. So, you know, they don't have, you know, as much of a blow up in terms of viewership. But like a guy like Matt Sarah, you know, the personality is crazy and it's awesome. It's fire and, and, and they, it, 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 it's always at a 10. So now... I don't know how good he is at Call of Duty, though, so we'll have to work on that part. But, you know, nice little play. If right? we're playing, if we're doing VR and it's population one, I don't want to brag. Maybe you could Google it. I'm about to be a gold <laughs> PJ. Oh, a my gold God. PJ, <laughs> Jimmy. A fucking gold PJ. I have literally no idea what he's talking about right now. I don't either. I'm, a, I'm, about, to, I'm about to be level 60 okay. on the game of thing. And when you are, it means you're a gold PJ. What you know looks like a fucking gold PJ is the other day, one of my, my friends who plays with me goes, yo, fucking Bruce Buff is a gold PJ. He looks just like the motherfucker. I'm going to, somebody who's going to find this, who's listening to this online that plays the game. <laughs> and you got the gold jacket on and the, it looked just like the character that. Just like Bruce. Fire, just, man. Fire. Well, I, listen, I'm happy you like VR. I, 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 I wish. I wish I was more into it so we could so we could we kind of bond over this, man. But I just don't. I'm not. I don't even know what P. What is it? P one. What are you playing? Population one. Oh, what is it? What do you do in the game? I want you to check it out. What is it? What is it? It's a, it's basically. What do you do? It's this is what you do. There's uh, a bunch of squads. So squads of three. All right, unless you're playing legions, and that squads of six. Got it. So. You get off on, you leave on different, you jump in these pods. It's a, basically, it's a... Um, like a battle royale. It's a battle royale. Okay. I'm kind of in now. Okay. You decide where you're going to land. 
every team. You got to take out all the other teams. Nice. And you, it's the last team. It's the last team alive wins. Dude, last, kind of last fun. team right. standing, right. man. I love, I love battle. All the games I play are battle royals. So you I like love last that. man standing stuff. I love last I man standing perch, stuff. I fucking perch and I do a little fucking. I get an op. I get an op, and I fucking you know, I get a, when I get a headshot. <laughs> My name is down the block and hear it. I get a fucking yeah, on yeah, you, gotta, you, you gotta get I'll on Twitch, like, right? Oh, one forty nine headshot, and my wife's like, "Oh, listen, the kids are calm down." That's awesome, man. I awesome. fucking love it. I it's the only thing now that I'm done fighting. Like it gets my fucking hair yeah, off. yeah, yeah. Awesome. Jimmy. You gotta hang on to that, man. Thank you. You gotta hang on to that. Yeah, no, I won't play it. It made me nauseous. I tried. I like. I, I play VR chess, and that's it. And Fitbit, like a fucking old lady, where I just I, I punch like like beach balls coming at me. I'm pathetic. I tr- I tried play, population play ping pong and shit. It really is fucking yeah, old. Yeah. It, yeah, it's a golden girl shit. But it, I, I tried. Uh, I tried that population one. I got nauseous, and I kept dropping the gun. Like I shot immediately, and I was like, "Fuck this! I can't do it." Yeah, people do get they get motion motion sick. Yeah, me. right, right. From being it. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. And you're a fight fan too, which is uh do you go they to fight fights fan. or do you just watch on uh we on went to that last one uh in Vegas, the Holkanowski fight, and that oh. was incredible, man. I mean, that was a banger. They were standing in the middle of the octagon screaming at each other, pointing at each other and shit. And that that that's the only fight that I've ever been to live, and it kind of ruined it for me because now I just always want to be there. It's so much better in person, in my in my opinion. Like the energy of the crowd, people getting into it. I, it's I don't know. It's kind of hard to you know feel that same feeling back home. Now, don't don't get me wrong. I still watch all the fights from back home. I buy them all. I, I'm a big, yeah. big, big UFC guy. But like I said, just being there live is is not not really comparable. You know, it's a weird energy when you're watching. There's something about the energy of the walkout. You're right. There really is nothing um, that compares to it. It's uh, and you and you can't really describe it to somebody. But when you're watching, uh, when you're watching this, two guys just getting into a cage to, right. to pummel each other, it's just like there's very few things with, with the stakes that this has. There's and very the way, few. The way you, the way you hear it too, like you hear it, you hear this, the, the the cracks and the punches. I mean, I, it's just incredible. I, I, it's very very fun for me. I, I love I love going to the fights. I think I'm. It, if they were all in Vegas, I'd, I'd be going much more. I'm way over here in Florida, so that flight sucks. You know. Yeah. Well, you know what they do well too. The UFC does great production. Like they yeah. have great production pieces. So even when you're in the in in the arena, when they're showing you like the lead up to the co-main yeah. or the main, the production pieces are really good. And a lot of sports do terrible jobs with that. I agree. And then that damn camera lens that they're using this past year is incredible. You can see anything and everything on their face. Ridiculous, you know. It's almost three D. Yeah, it's really right. It's like almost- you're right there. It's almost like home video. Like, remember home video? Like, old porn was on home video, and it had this really <laughs> weird, you're in the room with them quality, and that's almost what yeah. this feels like. But uh, right, right there. Incredible. That's one of my favorite categories. Porn? Well, what'd you like, though? The hidden video? What'd you say, Jimmy? Well, a home, home video. Oh, okay. I was thinking a hidden video. That's different. No, home video. I'm saying that home video uh, quality. These new UFC cameras, I've noticed them, too. They're incredible. Whatever they're using, it's there's nothing like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. Sometimes I'll type in uh, mature pog. Mature. Which is a white girl. Ah. Now, pe- pog would be what? Piece of garbage? Pog. Fat ass white girl. What is it? P H A T. Fat ass with a P H. Oh, P H. Oh, it's a big ass white girl. Oh, okay, nice. Fat ass. Fat ass yeah. white girl. Yeah, yeah. You ever, you ever load it up? You ever load up the website? You're getting ready to beat the, you're ready to beat the meat. And, and you see on the right hand side, it's got the, you won't last 10 seconds playing this fucking game. You ever see that? The sex, yeah, it's a sex game, though, right? No, huh? 
Yeah, it's like a sex game. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, see, I'm a gamer. So did you try oh, it? Shit. Did you ever press on it? And what is I might, I might, I might have clicked on one to see if I could beat the high score, you know? And what is, what is, what is the goal? Well, I think it gets weird. There's like aliens and shit. So why is that going to make you want to beat off? No, no, it's competition. It's gaming, Matt. You know yeah. what I mean? Trying to, yeah. Trying yeah, to get like, the new high score. Yeah. But how is it sexual, though? How are you going to look at that and be like, oh? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. if I, I think I was a little scrambled eggs when I was going in. It's like, am I beating off? Am I trying to be a gamer? What am I doing here? You, know? you have to stand up and shoot at the screen. I guess that's how you kill the alien. <laughs> yeah, I've never done VR porn or any of that stuff. I, I've never tried. I'm, I mean, like, neither I'm sure I, it's neither I. Yeah, yeah. You don't want that, though. You don't That'd want be it. fucking mind-boggling. It would be, right? Yeah, what the fuck? So weird. You know what's sad about that? Because what's disgusting about that is somebody will walk in on you and you're not going to stop. Normally, it's like, oh, you put down the thing. So somebody will walk in and be like, oh, what, what was he doing? But somebody will walk in and you'll still be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, you'll be, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that upward one. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was, that was <laughs> you, autoerotic asphyxiation, man. Hey, man. I don't, I don't <laughs> know what that was. You David Carradine? <laughs> point is, no matter what oh, you're into, everybody's going to see it. That you, yeah, you, know. yeah, yeah. you ain't slowing down when the door opens. Right, right. Hey, now, Nick, are there guys you play against in these competitions who who you're like, ah, oh, fuck that guy? Like, like the guys like... Uh, uh, that you that you don't want to have to deal with or guys that you've dealt with and you were worried about i mean there's got to be other guys who yeah, you, yeah. We, we've had people that like go back and forth you know what i mean and we build up these little stories and stuff we i have a guy named named aiden and me, me and aiden have had some epic fights and battles and a lot of the fans get into it because uh i mean they're they're exciting a lot of the fights have been been dragged out and, and very very close close battles it's been fun stuff you know and him and i actually eventually we we teamed up in a duo tournament and we mopped the fucking floor so it's kind of cool yeah it was cool stuff dude how many people will watch you and then, and then to team up yeah how many people will watch you at a time like a typical day for you uh you know 30 40 000 people you know it's crazy it's, wow. it's unreal I dude know. that's do you do you ever look at like that's that's a, a baseball stadium do you ever think that that's like sitting in fucking dodger stadium and, and playing a game and that's how many people are watching you that's amazing you know? It's unbelievable. We, I mean, my father and I, he was a big football guy growing up and uh, he took me to the big house in Ann Arbor to watch the Wolverines play. And, you know, the big house seat, they call it a big house because it seats like 120,000 fucking people. It's crazy. Wow. And I remember sitting in the stands with him and uh, I remember, you know, just, just looking around at everybody. I remember I like, I like tugged on my dad's jacket. I'm like, dad, 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 imagine you had a dollar from every person in here. My dad started laughing. I'm like, yeah, you'd be rich. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 crazy that, that now now we're now every, every night, man. You know, a quarter of that comes up into my stream. It's unbelievable. What's the longest you'll go without playing? Like, I'm sure, like every other job, I want to break sometimes. Like, will you give yourself a week off here and there, or is it only two days or a day? I took off? my longest break when I came back down here to Florida after uh, Christmas. I took a two week vacation, yeah. my longest break in 10 years, but usually it's, you know, a couple of days, two, two, three, four days, you know, Just listen, you- I'm in a great spot. I, I have a job that I love, you know, yep. and, and it's a pure passion for me. And when I came up in this, in this game, there wasn't a lot of bread to be earned, man. I mean, you, you really couldn't make a lot of money. So we were just doing it for fun. We had no idea that it was going to blow up into this stuff. And anybody that tells you that is crazy because back right. in the day, we had just had, we literally had no fucking clue. We were just blowing our lives away, you know, just, just playing games. Right. Uh, you know, so the fact that I love my job and I get to do what I love every day, it's not so much of a job. Now, granted the business side of things, I have an agent now, I have a manager, things, things, things are sure. up. They get a little bit crazy, you know, uh, 
But even doing stuff like this here with you guys, I mean, I used to watch Matt. I watched Matt and GSP stand in the middle of that fucking ring and beat the piss out of each other. And I remember being in a Buffalo Wild Wings, looking up at the TV like, what the fuck? This is incredible. And I'm with my buddies. We got wings. We're watching. And here I am full circle, you know, at your guys' podcast talking to the guy, you know? So yeah. it's never a dull day in my world, man. I'm always like, oh, shit, this is great. And I'm always very appreciative. And I'm try- I try to keep the perspective flowing. I try to remember, you know, those days, compare them to now. Um, so the whole taking breaks and shit, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just always grinding. I fucking love it. The pandemic for you must've been like, not good for like, but I mean like at least busy because people, everyone was home. So I mean, people were so much more online. I I don't like being around the bush, man. I mean, it was good. It was, it was horrible that we had to go through that, but for everybody in the gaming industry, man, uh, in the streaming industry, I mean, dude, there were so many more viewers, so many more people at home. They had nothing to do. So I would turn on my stream, no bullshit and have a hundred thousand a day just in there. That's another reason why I'm thinking of doing it because, you know, I own a jiu-jitsu school, which is going, it's going beautifully now. Congrats. But, nice. Know, awesome. Now that could go south again, God forbid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I could always make money at the house. Guys, what do you think of the unconventional path in life? This goes for both of you. I'm, I'm, I don't want to get deep, but look at all, for, for example, look at all three of us. Right. A comedian, a guy who makes money being silly. A guy who gets money playing games. I used to smack guys in the face in the ring. <laughs> now, Think about that. Fighting, comedy, gaming. That's not exactly the conventional path. And yet, we're all doing good. We're doing all right. But think about how many people aren't that are in all three of our fields. So my point is, would you encourage somebody to go for the unconventional path in life? Or just to like, I don't know. Was there ever a job, Nick, where you're like, oh, man, I got to stay on this road because it's going great? Or or maybe I should actually take that job at the fucking Wells Fargo. Or so, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like For sure. I mean, I listen, I give advice. You Just how you, but, you know, I have a bunch of people tune into this podcast. I'm sure you guys give them advice all the time. I, people tune into my stream. I give them advice. And my advice on this one has always been the same. You find something that you love and chase it, you know? Because, you know, listen, we're going to be dead someday, soon. You know, we, we don't, we don't yes. live long, man. We're, we're fucking here and we're gone. So I want to have fun. I want to have fun. I want to do what I'm doing. I'm so lucky that I get to provide for my family with all this shit, you know, that I love. And not a lot of people can say that. But at the same time, I encourage everybody to go, go chase that, man. Because you're going to be so much more passionate and driven if you're doing something that you love, opposed to maybe doing something that you fucking hate, even if you're making good money, right? I don't know. I know it's easy to say being in our shoes, you know, but still, I, I that, that would be my advice. And there are business things that get annoying. And then once in a while, I'll be like, oh, yeah, this gig, I don't want to do it. But then I'll be like, shut up. Look what you're doing. Like, you're going to have yeah. fun and do a gig. Like, all right, it's not a great gig, but look at the life you're living compared sure. to a guy who didn't do what he wanted to do. Like, even the problems are what my friend used to call luxury problems. Like they're, they're, they're problems. Sure. The perspective that on that, right. is crazy. Living a great life. No, nah, yeah, but so. we still have our fucking plate. You know, there's still things yeah. that we don't want to do. And, and I can relate to that as well. Like I get frustrated with shit. I yell at my guys. I had this fucking thing, man, you know? Um, but yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head, man. Like it's still not like in comparison, the problem is really not even that big of a fucking problem, you know? Now, Nick, what do you want to plug? Because we have our next guest coming in shortly. So before sure, we, sure. Uh, n- next time we'll have you on for longer because you're really a fun hang, man. No, I would back. love to talk to you guys again. This is fucking awesome for me. Really fun, man. But let's promote what you need to promote. Um, Listen, we'll man, I'm, not, I'm not even, I, you know what, man? I didn't even come on and promote today, bro. I, I'm, I'm just so, I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You know, Matt, listen, big fucking fan, homie. You're, you're a legend in the game. And we, me and my dad, I had some great times in my life watching you fight. I'll never forget them. Thanks. So I just want to say it was I an honor being on that. here today. And, and, and uh, 
I hope I can come back. I'd love to, I'd love to chop it up with gaming and life, wherever the fuck, fucking porn, PR porn, whatever the hell y'all want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> where do right. people want to watch you? If they want to watch you, where do they go? Where they you, go? go to, you, you go to Twitch TV, look for the guy that looks like he's from Jersey Shore. He, yeah. nah, he's not hard to find, you know? Nick no, Marks. we, okay, we, we're doing a big tournament in a, in a week in LA, man, you know, and, 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 uh, and, and I was talking about it before with you guys, and we, it's a great opportunity for athletes and gamers to, to, you know, get to know each other and to blend that world. And I think it's a good thing. So it'll be in LA. Uh, it'll be Fortnite. It'll be during this Super Bowl week. Um, and if I plugged anything, I, I would definitely plug that. Twitch is doing some big things. We're doing some big things. And I hope to get more involved with the MMA and UFC. I know a lot of these MMA fighters play games, and I'm yeah. always down to hop on stream with them and get it popping, you know? And Nick, Nick, your favorite game right now, is it Fortnite? Do you enjoy Fortnite? or do you? I, I, I like playing Fortnite. A big part of my career was Fortnite, but my favorite game right now is Apex. I love Apex. And all those games are battle royales, just like the game what that you Apex? play. What is Apex? What is that, Apex? Uh, it's like a BR game. You, you, They got different abilities. You, everybody drops in the map. You loot. Whoever survives wins. Oh, it's a battle royale, you're saying? Like that? So, yeah, same thing that you play, but just a different game. I love that shit, too, man. It's so fucking awesome. You loot, you know what I mean? Last guy wins. I, it's awesome. No better game. I build in a tree and I get my little sniper rifle. <laughs> Jimmy, I don't want to grow up, Jimmy. I, don't, I, I, I totally get it. I don't want to grow it. up either, man. I don't have to, man. Be a kid forever. In five hours, I'll be on stage talking about my dick to a bunch of people who don't want to hear about it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Nick, good talking to you, man. We'll talk to you again very, very soon. All right, be good, buddy. Later. Take care, Nick. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. What's up, Patty? What's going, Dom? You must have been happy. Uh, I believe the last fight you predicted uh what you were going to do before you did it you you kind of predicted you were going to end that fight uh in the first round and you did yeah it was always on it always happens now do, are you scared to make like because ali made predictions like that and you know most times he would back it up but does it put additional pressure on you as you see the round ticking away like ah fuck i've made this prediction yeah that's what, well when you're in there and you're getting punched in the face you don't really think about your predictions okay. to be honest. <laughs> I, guess, I guess not yeah you don't uh, you don't really think about your prediction but obviously when you come out of there you can you can look like a bit of an idiot but i've just got that much belief in myself that i i know what i'm gonna do and i'm gonna go out there and do it and i always say if you believe in yourself and you believe you're gonna do it then you're gonna do it and how are you uh handling because you have so much recognition now for a young guy kind of new in the ufc and you, have, you have a lot of recognition Barstool Sports. How has life changed for you? Has, has it changed at all for you in like the last few months? 
It seems a little bit like, but this is, I, I always knew this was coming. I always predicted it. If you watch me on podcasts, like a year before my debut, I always say I'm going to have one fight, one interview, and I'll, I'll get a performance of the night and everyone will know who I am. And that's exactly what happened. It's just, I've always sort of coming in my future. I just knew that I'd end up being a global superstar. And this is just the start. Like After this fight, it's going to blow up even more. And then when I beat someone else up, it'll blow up even more. You kind of saw it. You ever see the way other people handle their success and say, all right, I know I'm going to be a superstar. I'm already, it's already happening. I'm not, I'm going to make, I'm not going to go down this path or I'll, I'll, I'm going to act a little different than that. Or you just, not you just taking it as it comes. I'm just taking it as it comes. I'm just an, I'm just a normal lad from Liverpool, lad who started doing MMA one day and I was good at it. And, I don't try and class myself as anything else. People say to me now, oh, you're a celebrity, aren't you? They go, no, I'm not, lad. I'm just a lad from Iton. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm no celebrity, lad. I never think I'm better than anyone because I'm not. We're all, we're all the same. And you, you predict, uh, you think Gaethje is going to uh, beat Oliveira. That's a really interesting pick because I love Justin Gaethje. But I, Oliveira I, is- honest, I love both of them. Like yeah. Two of them are like me, two of my favourite fighters. Like Charles Oliveira's got brilliant jiu-jitsu. Like, like his jiu-jitsu is brilliant. I feel like I've got brilliant jiu-jitsu myself. But then Justin Gagey is my favourite fighter to watch. I love watching Justin Gagey fight. He's never, ever, ever in a boring fight. So I, it's right. a toss-up for me. Uh, to be honest, I just can't see how Charles can get the fight to the floor. I don't think like the way he took Dustin down and stuff like that. I just don't think he'll be able to take Justin Gagey down. I just can't see it. What's interesting about that, Patty, is how it ended. I mean, he didn't even take him down. Like, he could ex- get exposed. He could have- Some guys, they hop up on the back. It's their worst to wear. I tried that once in my fight. I slipped down. My legs were short. Uh, <laughs> guys, guys, like, guys like Charles Oliveira, guys like Aljo Sterling, they can get up on their back, do a body triangle there, said, no, they're there. See, that's the position. I'm, I'm very comfortable in that position. I, I love the back. Like a lot of people think that I, I basically said I'd beat Dustin Poirier a couple of months ago, but I never. I just said if I ended up on that pos- in that position on his back, then I'd have confidence that I'd choke him because it's a position that I end up in a lot, standing and on the floor. I end up with a body triangle against the cage and stuff like that. And that's a position that I am so confident in myself in. That's great because a lot of guys, they yeah. can't do that. They can't keep that. They need the takedown. Other guys need the back exposure. Whether it's up against the cage, or they can just hop up on there and boop, they're good. Some guys can't. So that's good. Man, it's good to know. Yeah. Well, it's very exciting, man. Dude, you're bringing a lot of excitement into the division in the UFC. Sometimes we need new flavor. We need somebody that just bursts, not only with the, with the fucking fists and the feet and the knees and elbows, but with the personality, Patty. And you're in. You're, you're, you're getting all the checks on the – I'm knocking off all the checks on the list. <laughs> so exciting, man. That's what I like to hear. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to put bums on seats to entertain people and beat people up. And wasn't Jared Gordon the first uh, name that got uh, kind of uh, floated by your team? That's what I heard. Uh, no, he never got floated at my team, to be honest. Um, like no, no fighter actually got put forward until Rodrigo Vargas. Um, no opponents actually got given. Oh, well, if you can hear that noise, that's my dog running around. Sorry about that. But um, the, and the first opponent I got given to was Rodrigo Vargas. But... I would happily have fought Jared Gordon, but at the same time, I looked at it and he's had nine UFC fights. How much money do you think he's getting? He's getting a lot more than me, lad. So, 
thinking about it that way, I'm I'm glad I'm glad I never ended up fighting Jared Gordon because I want a better and bigger contract before I fight people like that. Oh, okay. You want you want to be making more money per fight. That's smart. Smart thinking. You want to work your way up financially first. Yeah. And Instagram, did Instagram, I think last time we talked about your Instagram, had booted your account and then they reinstated you. What happened there? No, they never reinstated me. That, that first account is gone forever. That's why my new account is Paddy the Baddy UFC, because I have to make a new one. But my me, me actual Paddy the Baddy account is gone. Lenny, shut up, lad. Your dog's name is Lenny? Yeah, Lenny. He's an XL bulldog and he's just running around going wild. Um, yeah, my first account, the most annoying thing about my first account, to be honest, is the fact that I won't get any of my pictures and videos back. It's quite heartbreaking, to be honest, because I had that account since like 2012 when I was a proper kid. And I had over a thousand posts on it or 1,500 posts on it. I'll never get them pictures and videos back. But as I say, that account had 187,000. Um, the start of fight week when I fought in Vegas, I was on 28,000. And now I'm on 904,000. So it, it worked out in the end. <laughs> did, I don't remember the answer. Why did they delete you? Was it some bullshit? Or did, I, don't, I don't remember. Yeah, it's always bullshit, isn't it? Like, they said it was bullying and harassment oh. when I'm just giving it back to trolls. Trolls give it to me, I give it back. They report me and not many people are reporting them, so they don't get banned. But when I comment back to people, all jealous little haters start reporting my comments. So like me, me and Instagram got disabled again two weeks ago. Really? Yeah, I had to get, I'll be honest, I had to get the UFC to help me get me account back. You know what I mean? Without, without the UFC, I don't think I would have got it back. For the same thing? Was it for the same thing? For the same thing, basically, you know what I mean? Um, to be honest, that, that <laughs> the last thing I said on that account was to Diego Sanchez. Diego Sanchez was trying to give me grief. So I just said, shut up, you old ass bum, I'll knock you out in the first round. And I got I got me a counter off me. Fighters going back and forth are getting yanked from me. That's so crazy. Wait, I'm sorry, Jimmy. What was the what was the not to stir up old shit and it's not gonna happen the fighting out of the UFC? But what was he saying about you? Um where as I said, where I got misquoted, saying someone said Paddy the Baddy thinks he'll beat Dustin Poirier, which I never said. I said if I ended up on Dustin's back in that position, I'd be very comfortable and think I would finish him. He started commenting on it, saying, um, what a clown this guy is. Uh, he wouldn't last around with Dustin and he wouldn't last around with me. Something like that. So I just said, lad, shut your mouth, you. You got brainwashed by some idiot. Don't start on me. You're, a, you're, a, you're the clown. Um, you've been cut by the UFC because you're irrelevant. If you want to say something, I'll knock it out in the first round, you old ass bum. Yeah, it's just fighters talking. It's crazy that there's... It's probably a robot doing it. There's not even a person. Yeah, realizing. it is. It's all the algorithms and stuff. It's not even an actual human looking at it. That's why it happened, I think. And then when the humans actually did go and look at it, he said, yeah, they were false reports and reinstated me accounts. Now, you, you signed a massive contract with Barstool Sports to become a brand ambassador and content creator for the digital media company. What is that? The digital media company. What, what are you doing with that? I'm doing all sorts of things, to be honest. Like, I helped with it, like... A couple of months ago, I was in the Barstool's office doing stuff for Liverpool FC because Liverpool played, they have another a guy signed called Troops and he supports Arsenal and they played each other. So we sat down and watched it together and then a live scene. Liverpool won 4-0 and um, like stuff like that. And then there's all stuff online. To be honest, after this fight, I'm probably going to come back out to the States for about two or three months and live there for a little two or three months and get a lot more stuff done with Barstool's, a lot more training in San Diego. Um, just open me your eyes and know what I mean, get some some bigger, better sponsors again. Now, does that take the pressure off a little bit financially too? Because you have this great thing financially, so it takes the pressure off, what am I going to do to make money when I'm not fighting? So it kind of helps to have that, I'm sure. 
Yeah, of course, it always helps. Like, I haven't got to be, like, this fight, my last few fights, I've had to get a T-shirt made and get sponsors on the T-shirt. And to be honest, this fight, I don't think I'm going to have to do that. I'll just have my bar still stuff on and my other sponsors, what I've already got, what are running sponsors. I probably won't just get sponsors for each fight. Fighting always comes first. Know what I mean? Even though now I am earning 10 times more money outside of the cage, like, fighting comes first and I've just got to keep winning. Like, all these all these deals can just get scrapped if you lose a fight, lad. So I've just got my head screwed on focusing on fight camp at the minute. Yeah, I mean, everybody likes it when you're winning. And, and again, I think that as much as people like you, I mean, I don't think you have any danger of losing these things, even if you even if you had a fight not go your way. Uh, you look at a guy like Connor, who I thought did a really smart thing, investing in a whiskey company, like really, really smart outside stuff. So you know that regardless of what happens, you're 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 good. That's I was it's crazy the way you mentioned that because I've been talking about that today. Like, just just investing is something I do need to start doing, and I am going to start doing very soon. But what I want to do first, to be honest, is I want to I want to get my own charity going first. You know what I mean? A little foundation for the people of Liverpool, for people who need help, because there's a lot of people in my city that are they're not well off and they're not. You know what I mean? They haven't got the advantages I've got, and they haven't got the uh, possibilities that I've got, especially the youth of today in my city. So. I want to be able to give something back. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. What a nice guy. Yeah, that's a nice way to think. What a selfish ass I am. I'm <laughs> such a selfish ass. I haven't done that. Uh, that's I city, lad. We look after each other. You know what I mean? Uh, we back our own. and I just I want to be able to give something back to my own city, lad. I wouldn't be where I am today without them. The, the support I get in this city is just unbelievable. It's off the charts. And as I say, I want to be able to give something back. Are you still there? You live there full time? Yeah, yeah, I'm in Liverpool. I don't think I'll ever fully move away from Liverpool, to be honest. It's where me, me heart is. As we made you, has got a song, God, who's Jamie Webster's album's just come out. My, my city, my people, my heart. I don't think I'll ever be able to move away from here full time. How big is Lenny? Lenny sounds like a big dog. Yeah, let me show you them. Let's see Lenny. Lenny? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lenny. Lenny, all Hello, lad. How much does he weigh? How big is he? Um, he's about 45 kilo. So, I don't know. Shit. In pounds, what is nearly, that? Nearly a hundred pounds. Oh yeah, it's big. Okay. Yeah. And he's only ten months old. He's gonna be big. he's gonna get bigger. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a massive dog. Now what is fifteen stone or what does stone mean in, in Britain? It, well, stone is seven kilo to a stone. Shit. I think I think featherweight is ten stone or eight stone. I don't even know, you know, I don't even know stone myself anymore. Okay. I used to do stone, but now I, I've always, I've done key for years. And then when it comes to, when it comes to the UFC, I'm fight week, I start doing pounds just because everything's weighed in pounds. Hey, I think you're, listen, I think you're like me, Patty. Patty, do you like to be a piggy in the off season? Yeah. <laughs> you eat a little bit, don't you? Don't you? Yeah. Like at the minute now, everyone's been saying to me the last few days, oh, you're looking skinny again now. You're looking skinny again. Because now I'm like, I'm, I'm like, 80.5 kilo, which is about 177, 178. What's your, what's your guilty pleasure? What do you like to eat? Is it the sweets? Is it the food? What is it? Everything. Uh, like, me favorite, when it comes to sweet chocolate or crisp, I'm a chocolate man. You like chocolate? I, lo- I love me chocolate. Yeah, I can eat like six chocolate bars in one sitting. I'm a Butterfinger guy. Um, I'm trying to think. I'll be honest. I, don't, I think the chocolate in England is better than America. I've heard that before. And I Kinder went eggs? Are you guys big Kinder eggs? Yeah, I like Kinder eggs. We have Kinder Bueno. Kinder Buenos are up there. White Swixes. Whisper Gold is my favorite chocolate bar ever. Whisper, Whisper Gold. Gold. That sounds fucking delicious. What is as a fact? If you said, I was gonna say, if you said, 
If you said in London, I'll bring you some. What the fuck's a whisper gold? I've like, never heard one. of it. It's like um, they do a normal whisper, and it's like the chocolate like in the middle melts in your mouth, but the, the gold one is with caramel in the middle, and lad, it's like an orgasm in your mouth when you eat it. I've had those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look this up, Patty, as we're talking. Uh, whisper Goal. I've never yeah, heard of it. W-I-S-P-A. <laughs> Disgust. Right. Jimmy, you're disgusting. Can I tell you that? Is it Cadbury Whisper? Is that it? Yeah, it's Cadbury's oh, yeah. Whisper Gold. I tweeted them and asked them, would they make a white Whisper Gold? And they never got back to me. Really? Oh, shit. Would have been the life of a white version. <laughs> A white whisper gold, man. Is that the hardest part for you not to eat? Like when you're back and back in camp and you got to you got to yeah. get serious. It's, it's the chocolate. Yeah, not even the chocolate. It's just food in general. Because yeah. <laughs> like the bees, like I'll be honest. When I fought last, I weighed in at one fifty five. The next day, I woke a uh, fight day. I woke up one seven two, and then and I, I only cut six pound overnight. You know what I mean? I never like done a big weight cut. Done like four four five six pound. And uh, like I've done 19 pounds overnight before to make featherweight. So that for me is nothing. You've cut 19 pounds? Yeah, yeah. Cut 19 pounds. That's why. Have you ever seen the video of me being sick in the cage? I've not, no. I ju- I've just won a decision against Julian Rosa, who's now a UFC featherweight. You'll be able to get that up on YouTube. It's one of my most viewed videos. I um, A lot of people think it's blood as well. But is is how you know I'm bad for the chocolate. I, I cut 19 pounds overnight. Um, like nearly killed myself making weight and then I went five, five minute rounds and as I'm getting interviewed by John Gooden I'm sick in the cage and it's brown but everyone that's watching it thinks it's red so he thought it was blood when really oh. on the way to the venue I drank a hot chocolate and a Ferrero Rocher oh here it is yeah I spewed it all up as soon as like if you notice the interview that's not like me I have one weird answers every time I'm giving him one weird answers I'm like yeah yeah so I just know it's coming I just go bleh <laughs> you all over the over the canvas. Yeah, I just, I just, I just saw. I may have actually seen that before. Um, but when, did you feel it come? Like, there's that awful feeling where you're like, I'm gonna puke. Like, I know it. it, it did you have that, or did it just happen? My mouth was getting watery. I yeah. just knew it was coming. But like last time, I, I weighed in 150, 155. The next day, it was one seven two. And literally by the, I flew home on the Sunday, and literally by the Thursday, I think I was like eight. Um, I was like nearly two hundred pounds. I was like, nine, I was, I was ninety kilo by like Thursday, Friday. When you weigh in, uh, and then you put on, I guess, what, what, what is it, like seventeen pounds overnight before the, the, the fight? What are you, what are you eating that night or right after the, the initial weigh? Well, after, after the weigh in, I don't like the great thing about the UFC is after you've weighed in, they notice, they, they check what your weight is. Don't they leading up to it the week of the fight? They check what your weight is, and that's brilliant because they give me the right amount of electrolytes, the amount, amount of something else, all of the stuff. That I'm I'm bad after I've weighed in, especially when I've only had like five pounds. Like I'll eat lots of bars, lots of fruit, and then I'll go and have like porridge and just lots of carbs, get it all back in me. But uh, I don't eat nothing bad until the next day, obviously, after a fourth. And then it's like, I'll go for something to eat and I'll order three main meals. I'll order a burger and chips, a fish and chips and a pasta. And I'll eat every last bit of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's smart the night before you only eat shit that's going to help you with energy. Yeah, and yeah. You I, I try and get as much carbs in me as possible, you know what I mean? As many carbs, because that's what you've been depleting your body of, isn't it? So you want to get them back in to get the energy in. So, to be honest, I didn't have the best grand the night before Vendamini. I ordered a Panda Express, so it wasn't the best, but it was rice noodles and then like chicken. 
And how long before you fight? I know this is the different for probably a lot of guys. How long before you fight where you go, I can't eat this amount of time before I fight? Um, I don't know. I was in the back in the apex eating. Have you seen the little Nutella things they give you? What you dip the little sticks in? Yeah, yeah. I was nailing them in the back, <laughs> nailing them like fucking an hour before. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's that famous footage, right, Matt, of Derek Lewis eating before the fight? Oh, I think it was like 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 a couple of fights before his, and he had a big plate of food. Yeah. <laughs> Bad man, I mean, I, that's crazy, dude. That's the that's the thing. What was good about fighting in Vegas at one p.m. though, I knew that I was just having breakfast, and then there wasn't really anything else I could get in because I'd be full. And but like when we're fighting in London, I'm probably going to be on later on the night, so I'm going to have to get me coach to get me in a headlock and make sure I don't eat no shit. Right. It's so funny, man. You just want to go in there and have everything just perfect. So you're like, oh, I don't want to be bloated. I don't want to be this that. You know, it's like it's such a. It's such a regulated thing. It makes a difference if you're fighting earlier or later. I didn't give a fuck when I used to fight prelims. I was like, all right, good. Let me get it over with and I can eat some popcorn. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking I, I, want, I want to open up the main card, to be honest, because I know what time I'm fighting then. I know when I'm on. I haven't got to worry about other people finishing or going to decision. I know exactly what time I'm on. And it'll be an unbelievable curtain raiser makes me walking out in there. Trust me, is it going to see the best entrance you have ever seen in the UFC? Ever. Best entrance. Best entrance. No one gets the car going like me. I go banyans going out. And no one, I swear to God, it's like a house party when I walk out. What song do you use again? Tell us your song. Uh, Lethal Industry into Heads Will Roll. It's a little remix I got someone to make for me. So it's two different songs blended together. And it, it just gets people going like nothing else. Rodrigo Vargas is going to be like... What's going on? <laughs> does does it get you going? I've heard guys have different. Some guys like like something calmer because it keeps their heart lower. Like, does it actually get you moving? Or does, oh is it just, yeah, it gets yeah. me pumped many times, clapping my hands, bouncing out like that at the crowd. You know what I mean? I, I can't help myself. Lad. As I say, I'm not just a fighter. I'm I'm a born entertainer. I, I can't help myself. When someone puts a microphone in front of me or gives me a stage, I just I, it's like I, I go into autopilot. I'm like a different person. Not like a different person, but I've got confidence that I don't normally have. Yeah. 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 The performer party. Yeah. I understand that. It's a, yeah. In real life, believe me, one on one, I'm shit. But in front of a microphone, I'm also shit, but I'm less shit than I am in, uh, <laughs> in real life. Sometimes you can be less awkward in front of a lot of people than yeah. a one on one situation. I, I could, I, I'm with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean there. Sometimes one on one with someone, it can be a little bit weird, but. When you're in front of thousands of people lad, and everyone's looking at you, you've just got to be yourself. Yeah, it just works. There's, cause there's no awkward silence in front of all those people because you feel like if you have to perform a little, you can't, whatever you got to do, one-on-one, it's just, you sit on a sofa with somebody and you got nothing to say. It's like, oh, it's, it's fucking terrible. It's a terrible feeling. Yeah, I know what you mean there. Uh, I just, already, I just can't wait to fight. No talking to you because last week I spoke to you on fight week. Like already now, I'm getting all excited. Yeah, Patty, you're fighting in there. Listen, come back again and see us again, man. We love talking to you, Rodrigo Vargas. And this is March 19th at the O2 in London. I hope you open up that main card too. I, I think that's an incredible way to open it up. Um, again, I, I don't know what their plans are, but I, I agree. I think that will be a great opening fight on that main card. I, I just, I cannot wait to fight again, you know, especially the amount of people who've been on me. Oh, why haven't you fought? Why haven't you fought? Because I knew they were coming back to the UK and they wanted me on that card. Obviously, they wanted me on this UK card, so they didn't want me to get injured beforehand. But yeah, I didn't expect to sit out for six months. I'll be honest, but I got nice, fat, and happy at the time, so I enjoyed my time off. Now, Adam, back, I've started camp ten weeks out, and 
I've already lost 10 kilo and I've got another 10 kilos to go, lad. It's going to be, it's going to be quite easy. It's going to be the best version of me you've ever seen. It's been a while since we've yeah. been over in uh, England. Yeah, it's 2019 was the last time. So it's great, man. You're going to be there bring, help bringing it back. That's amazing, dude. It's very exciting. Yeah. It is oh, it's very exciting, lad. I swear to God that I'm going to pull something spectacular out the bag. All right, Patty. We'll talk to you again, and uh, good luck. And uh, again, as you made, you have a prediction about this fight. I know you're still way out. Last time, I believe you predicted a, a first-round TKO. Do you see it going any differently with Vargas? Uh, um, it's definitely going to be a first-round finish. I can't see him lasting any more than five minutes for me, to be honest. Uh, even though he is, like, he's got good heart, he's got a good chin, he's resolute. But I showcased me striking in the last fight. I might have to showcase my grappling in this one. I'm going uh, uh, the first round submission or first round TKO off ground and pound. All right. I like it. Talk to you again, man. All right. See you soon, the boys. Thank right, you thanks. for having me. Anytime. Thanks, Patty. See you later. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I love that guy. How can you not like him? He, he's destined. Listen, very likable. Yeah. Very, very uh, confident. Sure of himself. I like him. But it's not off-putting. Like, it's not no. arrogant. It's just he's confident. And it, it's not an off-putting. It's not. It doesn't seem fake. It seems like he just genuinely believes in himself. I like it. I yeah. like him. You know? Me too, and I like man. Nick Nick Merckx. Yeah, I do too. Also, really, really a fun guy to talk to. So, Obviously, Patty, whenever he wants, but Nick, Nick, I'd love to have back whenever Nick wants to come because uh, interesting, uh, interesting talk about something I know very little about video gaming. Jimmy, listen to me. I live that shit. I'm going to go murk some people right now. All right, Population one, Oculus Quest two. And I'm, I am going to piss my brains out. Jimmy, I love you. What do you want to plug, brother? Um, I'm going to be. I believe next Wednesday, the 6th or 7th, whatever it is, I'm going to be here in New York. Just go to jimnorton.com if you want to see me in Boston, Connecticut, or New Hampshire. Uh, I got San Francisco coming up. I got Washington, D.C. coming up. Go to my website and, and check me out if you want. Matt Sarah BJJ on Instagram. Matt Sarah on Cameo. I'll sing somebody happy birthday right now. And that's it, man. SarahBJJ.com for a Sarah t-shirt or if you want an unlock. Listen to me. I'll see you in a couple of days, my friend. Uh, yes, and thank you. Uh, thanks to Nick and thanks to Patty. All right, buddy. I'll see you soon. Goodbye, Jimmy. Bye, yeah. everyone. Bye.
NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.